Hey, what's going on everybody and welcome back to the Out of Water podcast hosted by yours truly, Fwanky. That's right, Fwanky. Uh, someone emailed and said, I-, I won't read the email because they did ask not to kind of share the whole email, but they're just giving me a bit of feedback on the podcast and saying that they quite enjoyed it. So thank you very much if you are listening. Uh, but they also said that I'm very formal of how I introduce myself. So I'm going to try and be less formal this week and I'm going to introduce myself as just me. Just Frankie over here, little old Frankie with a big beard. Um, how you doing? How's your week been? How's your kids and how's your wife? And how's your husband? Because I'm asking how everybody is up and out of here. How you doing? <laughs> Today it is Tuesday the 9th of March 2021. And I hope you are all doing really well. I've had a lovely week. Um, the kids have been preparing back for school. And this week um, things are slowly starting to feel somewhat more human again uh, routines are starting to come about and there's a little bit more stability um amongst the o'reilly household and i'm very happy about that um it's, it's nice to see them back it's not i know naturally uh, i'm sure if you have children yourself they're going to be a little bit anxious a little bit nervous to returning back to school and stuff like that but i do feel it's very important for every kid to um, attend as much normal of a process of school as possible, including my three. And yeah, it's been good. Um, COVID tests have been um, happening, and yeah, it's just it's kind of putting things in a in a almost familiarity again, which is is kind of what we all need right now. So yeah, I'm, but I've had a good week. I've had a really good week. I've had a lot of time with the kids. We've been out a lot. Um, not breaking any rules, don't worry, but just getting out of the house, going for walks, and just having a really good time of it, really. Um, I hope you're all doing well. What have you been up to? How has your week treated you? Have you done anything fun? Have you done anything exciting? Anything you'd like to share? Then by all means, reach out um, over on the email address, which is outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. One more time, that is outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you are listening to this on the Anchor app as well, there is a little option where you can visit my profile and you can actually leave me a little voice note um, which can uh, does have the ability to be left um, through the Anchor app and I can actually include it in, an, in a future podcast. So if you are a little bit brave and you want to leave a voice note and you want to just share your thoughts and opinions, then please, by all means, go and visit um, this podcast over on Anchor FM and I will include your voice note possibly in a future podcast. How exciting is that? Oh, it's all exciting. <laughs> but yeah, we're all doing good. Everything's good here and I hope you're all well too. So we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious to start off the podcast on. Um, it's something that I, it's been kind of bugging my brain for a few days now since I kind of caught wind of this over on Twitter. Um, there's a young girl. Um, I'll read it. I'll read it. So um, actually, I won't read it. I'll give a little bit of backstory before I do. So there's a 33-year-old woman who's gone missing after walking home from a friend, um, from a friend's home. Um, this happened on March the 3rd, and she hasn't been seen since. Um, so what we know about this, um, apparently, I'll read the latest article that I found in it this morning. Uh, I'll read it in its full, in, in its entirety. I'll cut out the, um, the, the bits that are not really needed, but I, I just want to kind of bring this up, because I'm not, I'm not saying this podcast is going to, um, spread far and wide but if it just how it just falls on the right sort of person and the right person hears this you might have some information about this which can obviously hope hopefully help bring the person back home 
So, multiple attacks on lone women near where Sarah Everard went missing have been reported to the police months prior to her disappearance, it has been claimed. The 33-year-old vanished while walking to home to Brixton after visiting a friend in Clapham on Wednesday night, March the 3rd. This is in London, by the way. Um, the marketing manager left her friend's house through a back gate on Leithwaite Road at about 9pm and continued onto the A205. Uh, is it Pondiers Road? Heading towards Tulse Hill to make her way back home. It's about an hour's walk, I believe. Um... Apparently, there's been multiple attacks reported to the police in this area. Uh, but we're not talking about that today. We're talking about, obviously, the missing the missing woman here. Um, so what do we know so far? Let's have a little bit of a quick look. Um, in a renewed appeal to the public to help find Sarah on Monday, March the 8th, Detective Chief Inspector Catherine Goodwin, who is leading the investigation, said, this is definitely a missing person investigation at the moment but I remain open-minded to possible uh, to possibilities in the investigation. Um, what do we know? I need some more information about what she was wearing and stuff. So she, the, the, the clothes that she was left and last seen wearing, um, she was wearing really distinctive colour, like turquoise, um, turquoise and orange-coloured trainers. Um, her raincoat jacket kind of resembles the same colour, like a turquoise colour. She was wearing a bobble hat, which is like a cream colour. Very distinctive clothes. Um, I just hope that it's a good ending. Um, I hate these stories. I don't, I don't follow the news. I just don't. Um, I just kind of dip my toe in the pool to pull out silly news stories. But this was floating around on Twitter, and I seen it, and I started doing a bit of Google Googling, as you do. And it really kind of... These stories really don't sit well with me. They make me feel very uncomfortable. Um, and I just hope, beyond all hope, that something can be done and obviously Sarah can be found safe and well. Um, anyone with any information that may assist the investigation or maybe a sighting of Sarah should contact the incident room on 0208 785 8244. That's 0208 785 8244. The police are asking if people within the area have got dash cam footage. Uh, maybe you've got those ring doorbells in the area. They're asking people to check all kind of all kind of gadgets and gizmos just to see if there's any further sightings of obviously Sarah and obviously hopefully leading to the self the the um the safe return of her hopefully back home. Anyway, I'm sorry to completely change track with that. I just feel like I have to do my part and I hope that I hope beyond all hope that she's found safe and well. Anyway, moving on to the slightly more funny stuff in the news. Um, we're going to do some news articles where we kind of have a bit of a giggle. Um, so the first one, the first one reads, when it loads, <laughs> Burger King has caused a stir on International Woman's Day, suggesting that women belong in the kitchen. Oh, you don't do that any day of the year. Never mind National Women's Day. My goodness. The Burger King has sparked an outrage over their International Women's Day post on Twitter, which says women belong in the kitchen and was intended to promote female chefs. Wow. Oh, I see. So they're trying to be like, yeah, girl power. Women make great chefs, which to be fair, they do. Um, but people have took it wrong because we're all salty, aren't we? You can't say that. We don't belong in the kitchen. We belong wherever we bloody well like. Um, so today, which was not today, it was yesterday. Yesterday, um, 
on March the 8th, it was International Women's Day. And to celebrate, many people have been sharing posts and photos of inspirational women on social media. Now, I haven't done any of that because every day is some day, isn't it? And um, we'd never be not posting, would we? So I appreciate the good women in my life that helped raise me. Uh, God bless my nan. She was an absolute angel in my upbringing. Um, God bless me mother. And every, every influential woman in my life, God bless you all. I love you all dearly. You know who you are. Um, I don't need to slap you on Facebook to kind of prove that. Anyway, so back to this story. Uh, Burger King caused an absolute shitstorm. Um, writing on Twitter that they shared a message that women belong in the kitchen. They later followed up with this, adding, if they want to, of course. Yeah, that's it. Save your bacon. <laughs> later, not straight away. Uh, if they want to be in the kitchen with me, don't get salty with us. Yet only 20% of chefs are women, apparently. We're on a mission. I'm not, I'm not on the mission. This is Burger King speaking. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant. In restaurant industry by empowering female employees and giving them the opportunity to pursue a culinary career <laughs> there's an actual screenshot of the tweet i don't know if it's since been deleted uh, but it's quite funny because they didn't kind of put any kind of emphasis on what they meant they literally burger king uk just tweeted women belong in the kitchen <laughs> no kind of like picture no cut just that was it women belong in the kitchen <laughs> I can only imagine uh, the feminists and the um, the uproar that would have caused amongst the the um, the sensitive female in the world. That's just legendary. It's a brave, brassy move, but there you go. Um, the tweet went since went viral, gathering over seventy seven <coughs> excuse me seventy seven thousand likes and more than twenty thousand retweets. Uh, many were left unimpressed by the choice of tweets, given the significance of the day. Uh, KFC gaming account replied, KFC gaming account? Okay, so the KFC have got a gaming account, apparently, on Twitter. And that's about. Um, they they replied, the best time to delete this post was immediately after posting it. The second best time is now. Don't get involved, KFC. Don't get your chicken twizzlers in a twist. We're all good. Uh, to which Burger King replied, yeah, there's a bit of beef going on between them. Um, to which Burger King said, why would we delete a tweet that's drawing attention to a huge lack of female representation in our industry? We thought you'd be on board with this as well. We've launched a scholarship to help give more of our female employees the chance to pursue a culinary career. That's it, shots fired. Jesus, I love the banter on, on Twitter. It's bloody great. Um, so yeah, pissed everybody off, basically. I mean... When you hear the full story, you can kind of see what they were doing. It's like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. That's, yeah, clever. Clever tactic. And to be perfectly honest, some of the most wonderful chefs in my life have all been female. Um, yeah, my nana helped learn me to cook. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Why do we always have to put a divide in these things? One sec. Why? Why must we? Why must we cause problems? Why must we find issues with everything? Jesus Christ. So, Burger King probably fucked up a little bit by just saying, women belong in the kitchen. I'll give you that. But let's just all calm down a little bit, hey? Let's just all calm down. There's no need to lose any sleep over it. We're all good. 
we're in good standing, okay? It's just a little bit of fun. Anyway, swiftly moving on to the next story. Um, where are we here? Where are we? I've, I've lost it. Where is it? Here we go. Here's the next story. Uh, man, <laughs> this is gold. This is absolute gold. So the headline reads, Man hands himself in as he'd rather be in jail than spend any more time with the people at home during lockdown. <laughs> How fucking desperate have you got to be if you're on the run from the police and you just that I'm sick of this fucking ass and the people in it. I'm going to fucking prison for a break. <laughs> How much must the family around you be driving you absolutely bonkers for you to do that? That's brilliant. And um, the suspect said he wanted to go to prison to get some peace and quiet <laughs> from the house he shares from those he shares his home with that's gold that is do you know what's quite funny though that the guy's on a run from the police is like he's like proper like like rogue but yet he's still abiding by the covid restrictions (laughs) i should be in prison now for three years for theft but you know what i better better keep me distance from people i better stay at home and behave myself uh anyway a man wanted by police handed himself in so uh so he wouldn't have to spend more time in lockdown with those he lived with. Officers said that the man wanted <laughs> the man was wanted to recall to prison and gave himself up at Burgess Hill Police Station on Wednesday after he stressed that he wanted to get some bloody peace and quiet. <laughs> That's gold. Oh, no. uh, the officer on Twitter said, that the man said, peace and quiet, wanted mail, handed himself into the team yesterday afternoon after informing us he would rather go back to prison than spend any more time with those that he was living with. One in custody and heading back to prison to serve some further time on his own. Well, if you like your own company, I suppose it's probably the best way forward. Um, a study released in October found more than half of the population, 53%, said that they felt angry with other people they know because of their behaviour in relation to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, according to the research by King's College London, uh, nearly a quarter of people reporting have argued with friends or family about their actions amid COVID restrictions with one in 12 no longer speaking to a friend or relative because of disagreements about this. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a testing time, isn't it? You could be with the absolute love of your life, but if you're with them day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out for the best part of a year, you're going to get your, te- you're gonna get your pe- um, patients tested, aren't you? Of course you are. I think times like this, it's time to, if you are absolutely at the end of your tether with any loved one in your life, just take a minute, take a step aside, and just appreciate this isn't normal way of living. You're going to feel so highly amped, or likely to feel so highly amped towards your feelings and emotions than you would be if this was a day-to-day living. So, cut each other some slack. Um, and I've been trying something, just trying... Um, I talked about meditation in last week's podcast, and I've been like really reinforcing the way I do things and find more more structure in the way I do things and how I view the world, and I'm really into this dealing with things in the there and now. Now, what I mean by that is I don't let things linger. Um, I don't go, oh, what happens if this happens, and 
oh, but if I do this, then maybe that might happen. And Because you dream up things that are never going to bloody happen, like really scary things that don't need to be worried about. I'm trying to learn, and it is, it is completely a learning curve. I'm trying to learn to live in the now, in the moment. So what's going on in my life right now? I'm dealing with that. I'm not worried about the past. Most certainly not worried about the past. And I'm most certainly not looking too forward, not too far forward into the what ifs. I don't do any of that. I'm living in the moment. And do you know what? I've been doing that now for about four weeks, like really, really reinforcing it in my life, in my train of thoughts. I'm not any kind of preacher or anything like that, but in my own life, I'm practicing it in my own life day to day. And it's really helping. I feel so much lighter in my mind. I don't feel like I'm carrying loads of baggage around with me. Um, I view things with a little bit more humour, so I'm a little bit more light-hearted about things. I don't think I don't take things nearly as personal as I probably once did. So it's definitely working. I mean, it won't work for everybody, granted, but it's most certainly working for me. So my advice would be, if you are absolutely cheesed off with your loved one, cut each other some slack. Um, the best thing you can do is try and find humour, try and find a giggle, try and share a bit of a, a laugh, do something silly, do something obnoxious that's going to make you both giggle. I don't know what that might be, but just find something and just share a laugh with each other because there's a reason that you're, you're with that person in the first place. There's a reason that you live with that person in the first place. So just embrace it. Embrace it and understand that this isn't a forever thing, um, not even close to being a forever thing. So um, just, yeah, just just lighten up a little, with it, a little bit with each other and I'm sure it'll all figure itself out. Um, what else is the news-wise? Is that everything? Oh, no. No, 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 there's this one. Last last news story for this week. So again, I don't, I don't read these. I, I kind of see headlines and I bookmark them, and I read them with you guys. So it could be a good story. It might be a really boring one. But the headline reads: "Man deserves a knighthood for shepherd's pie stuffed Yorkshire pudding recipe." Right. Okay. So, a man has been told that he deserves a knighthood after he shared an innovative Yorkshire pudding recipe. The man, only known as Terry McGuinness Beyond, some handle, isn't it? Uh, posted a recipe. I bet it's going to be on TikTok, isn't it? Uh, for Yorkshire Shepherd's puddings oh, on Reddit, and the very British dish has since gone viral and been enjoyed by many fellow users of the forum. Um, explaining his technique, the poster said, My quick shepherd's pie recipe. One onion, crushed garlic, slightly browned in a stock pot. Add the lamb and cook thoroughly. Add a squirt of tomato paste, salt and pepper, and a little of whatever the hell that word is. <laughs> Lashings of Worcestershire sauce and a few drops of vinegar. And ta-da! Lovely jubbly. Now, I don't mean to be rude. That does sound all lovely, but it doesn't all sound a bit fiddly as well, doesn't it? I mean, technically what he's doing, he's doing what most Brits have been doing since the day of dawn. We all like a Yorkshire pud, don't we? Let's be honest. And if you happen to be an international user or listener user, <laughs> if you're using the podcast, if you happen to be an international listener, um, a Yorkshire pudding is a lovely delicacy that we Brits love and they usually serve with a Sunday roast. Um, I'm sure you've seen them on Google. I'm sure you've heard about them before, but they're lovely. Um, but aren't isn't that what we do? Don't we just chuck meat in it, potato in it, salt and pepper it, a bit of veggie? Isn't that what we do? We've been doing this for years, Mr. Reddit user. I'm sure this is not new information. I mean, don't get me wrong. It sounds lovely, and he 
he says it so delightfully as well. And the pictures do look absolutely scrumptious. But technically, my friend, you've got there what I have on my Sunday dinner every time I happen to have one. So, yeah, it's not um, groundbreaking. Um, but they do look good. I'll give him that. They do look good. Um, I just don't think they look... I don't think they're exclusive. But he's even gone and had to cook them here. Put it in an oven, 180. And give that spoon a lick. <laughs> if you know what I meant by that, woohoo, extra kudos to you. Um, yeah, so yeah, that, that's lovely, but it's not new. Um, am I wrong? Is this new information? Is this just something we've all learned together today? Uh, let me know by getting in contact over on the old email address. Right, we're going to move on. Moving on to the Agony Aunt stuff. I love this stuff. It's so much fun. Um, a lot. I know a lot of you guys love this too. Because it's a bit. It's a bit rude, and it's a bit tongue in cheek. But we always have a good giggle with it, don't we? So, if you're a new listener to the podcast, basically this part of the podcast, what we do is I go on the interwebs and I basically pull off. That sounds terribly rude. I bookmark. <laughs> I bookmark Agony Aunt pages that's a from a, from a legitimate Agony Aunt in the UK. She's a fairly well known Agony Aunt. I'm sure we all know we all know who I'm going to here. But basically, I pull off some really uh, funky stories. Again, I don't read them before. I bookmark them solely based on their headline, and I read them as if that person has written to me and I kind of have a little bit of a joke and a bit of a giggle and I kind of reply back as if I was the agony aunt. But obviously we can't use the person's name, um, so we make our own ops. This part of the podcast is called Dear Debbie Downer. So we're going to jump straight in and we're going to look straight at the first headline, which reads, um, Dear Debbie Downer, Go away, bookmark. Um, Dear Debbie Downer, I came home early from work and walked in on my fiancé using one of my sex toys on himself. Ooh, kinky bastard. Uh, he jumped up and said, hee-hee. He didn't say hee-hee, I just added that in. He jumped up and said he was just checking the batteries. What happens if he was? Well, of course, that was just one big lie. It wasn't the actions, it was the lie. I bet you. I'm, 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 I'm procrastinating. Is that the word? <laughs> I walked away, and he came out of our bedroom a few minutes later, acting as if nothing had ever happened. He then made our dinner dirty, but I hope he washed his fucking hands. He then made our dinner and talked all the usual stuff about his day here we go what's coming next regular listeners let's have a guess i'll give it a second that's right they're ages i'm 28 and he's 30 dirty old man <laughs> we are supposed to be getting married next year but unfortunately i can't unsee what i saw and it has really knocked me bastard and we haven't had the sexy time since should I talk to him about it? Well, fucking yeah. Uh, do you think he has other sexual fantasies, perhaps, about being with another man? Now, this kind of answers what he's doing with that now, doesn't it? I was going to say, oh, look, if he's just tickling his balls or something, then cut him some slack. But I've got a horrible feeling now. By that last sentence there, does he think other sexual fantasies maybe about being with a man? I think we can pretty much gather what he was doing with that dildo. Um, I can't fulfil that, that fantasy. Um, if he is gay, should we still be getting married? 
I love it. Of course, right, listen, I know you haven't written to me. I know you haven't, but I'm going to answer it like you have. Yeah, you should absolutely talk to him about it. Of course you should. Um, I just... Am I being a bit weird? Am I just being a massive germaphobe? I'm just worried about the cleanliness here. <laughs> I'm just hoping. I'm guessing this isn't the first time he's done it, you see. That's where my head's going, in the gutter. I reckon he's probably been jollying himself off every time you're out in the ass, which makes me wonder and hope and pray um, that he's given it a jolly good wash afterwards. Um, because if you're using that as well, and he's chucking it up his dirt track, shall we say... Um, I just feel a bit by that. Bleh. I mean, do what makes you happy. Do what, listen. If you like a little bit of a uh, a tickle in the stink, that's listen. That's between you and your wife's dildo, apparently. But um, there's got to be some ground there, aren't they? Um, it's I don't know. Just wash it and wash it again. Bleach it and wash it a bit more. <laughs> but as for your relationship, I don't fucking know. That's your problem. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, next, <laughs> next story. Uh, dear Debbie Downer, I was so excited when I spotted my idol, but then his reaction was absolutely awful, <laughs> and he told me to fuck off. <laughs> what do you always say? Don't meet your fucking idols, don't they? Um, He's a sport. <laughs> He's a sports presenter, and I bumped into him in a supermarket last year. I tapped him on the shoulder and explained my career dreams, saying, "I'm trying to get into sports presenting too, and you are my hero." But he swung around, yelling, "Get off me!" And then he swore. <laughs> I'm doing a lot. I'm just really hoping this is Gary Lineker. Is that just me? Because I know he's a pretty chill guy, isn't he? I just want this to be Gary Lineker that's lost his shit. Um, I think he went through his whole career without getting a red card, didn't he? Um, anyway, I'm doing an online course in TV presentation, but I still can't stop thinking about his reaction. Why? Why? I'm a man of 23. Why do we need to know this guy's age? Why? Why is it with his agony aunt pages? And he's really not my confidence. He looked like he thought I'd hit him, but I wouldn't hurt. He looked like he thought I was going to hit him, but I wouldn't hurt a fly. He's the reason I want to go into sports presenting. Um, what do I do? Now, for me, they say don't meet your idols, don't they? I've not met my idol personally. I've met a few famous people or well-known people in my time. Um, but I haven't really had any kind of... Have I? I don't think I've had any kind of hostile moments, really. Have I? I don't think I have. I mean, I met Chris Evans, and I don't mean Captain America. I mean the big breakfast ginger guy from the UK. I met him, and I quite liked him at the time. And he was a bit... I wouldn't say he was grumpy, just a bit miserable. I happened to just bump into him in a shop and I was like, wow, mom, it's Chris Evans, it's Chris Evans from The Big Breakfast. And I was, I was only a kid at the time, proper young, and he just didn't really pay me any attention. He, like, completely ghosted me, which is fair enough. I mean, he's only there to get his milk or whatever he was doing. Um, but, yeah, apart from that, I don't think... I'm not, I, I, I briefly had a, had, a, had a spell in the gaming industry and I met Frank O'Connor, who was 343 Industries' uh, top dog. Big fan, massive fan. I met him a couple of times, and I was, the last time I met him, actually, I was pretty drunk, 
I went to this uh, launch party of the, the latest Halo game at the time. And I was pretty drunk. I wasn't obnoxiously drunk, but I was a bit tipsy. And I seen him again. And I made the mistake of talking to him like he'd remember who the hell I was. Um, and I went up to him, hey, Frank, how you doing? And I shook his hand. He was dead polite and everything. And I was like talking to him about the conversation we had last time we'd met. And he was so nice about it. And it was only because I was a bit drunk, I kind of thought he would know who I was. Um, I didn't have the beard at the time. I was pretty, I was a pretty average looking dude. I didn't stand out like I do now. Big, bold head, big beard. And I was like talking to him and he was so polite. He went, look, I don't mean this in a horrible way, but I don't remember you. And I was at the time, I was like, oh, heartbroken. <laughs> he don't remember who I am. But apart from that, he was lovely about it. He wasn't rude about it. He was really polite. He talked to me, he engaged in the conversation, and then he went about his business. But um, they say don't meet your idols, don't they? They do say that. And I'm a huge Eminem fan, literally a huge Eminem fan. Um, but I think if I met him, um, I wouldn't fangirl or anything like that. I'd be really cool, but I'd have to speak to him. Um, not that I'm ever going to cross paths with Eminem like, but um, huge Eminem fan. Uh, but yeah, I guess I, I just really hope in this particular story, I just hope it's Gary Lineker because that would just be hilarious. Uh, just Gary Lineker just losing his shit. Like, you fucking leave me alone, will you? Fuck off. <laughs> it just be gold. Um, that's probably just me being a bit of a cunt, to be honest. But yeah, um, they say don't meet your idols. Um, I don't know what the agony aunt's actually said. I'll read what the agony aunt said. So she said, you had the best of intentions, but perhaps he had been threatened before or had bad experiences that were similar to yours. Um, unexpected tap on the shoulder may have triggered him into some sort of fight mode. Um, maybe an excuse me without touching him would have been the softer approach. But please don't let this one incident put you off from fulfilling your dreams. Put this down to an experience. I hope we can see you on TV soon. Yeah, I agree. What she said. <laughs> right, the last one for this week, the last Debbie Downer um, is... Right, here we go. I'm going to play in... I don't know what this is. Okay, dear Debbie Downer, finding my girlfriend's secret bag of BDSM sex toys has made me ask myself how well I really know her. Now, am I too innocent? What the hell is BDSM? What is that? Big donkey sloppy mucker. That's what I'm reckoning it is. Yeah, got it nailed it, Hunter. Or bigot, dinky, small matter. <laughs> I don't know. What does BDSM? I genuinely don't know what the fuck that means. Someone let me know. Um, I thought we had so much in common, but... Both our previous partners cheated on us. Um, and trusting someone else has been a big step for the both of us. Um, here we go. I'm 44. Thanks for that. Uh, and went through an awful divorce before I met my partner, who is 41. Thank you for clarifying that. All makes all the difference. Uh, I want nothing to do with women. Oh, uh, sorry. It's not, it's, not, it's not. He's past that. He wanted nothing else to do with women. After I moved out from the family home. And that is how I stayed this way for the next two years. Until I met my girlfriend at a local open air concert. That was three years ago. I've never fancied anyone so much. But we took it steady. And started dating properly after a couple of months. <laughs> it seems really boring, this guy does. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. That's a bit of a harsh thing to say. But she still has her own place where she lives with her two daughters who are 14 and 13 thanks for clarifying and i have my own home sexually 
she introduced me to things I'd never experienced before. Which was really exciting. Oh, it got me nipples all hard. It doesn't say that. Uh, we use ankles. You filthy bastard. Blindfolds. I'm blind. Don't need with blindfold. And much more. <laughs> I thought I was pretty experienced in this department. As I've slept. He's giving out his numbers now, look. I've slept with 15 or so other women. A little bit sad that you're keeping count, you old git. Uh, but I realised how limited my sex life had been. She says she only had two partners before me. <laughs> Yet, judging by the contents of that bag that I discovered, she has clearly tried things I've never even heard of. Same, I don't know what it means. I found her secret stash of BDSM toys. Where I found when I was helping her set up a new garden shed. Where the hell was she storing them? What is I need I need to Google this one second. I need to know what BDSM means. I'm gonna regret this, aren't I? BDSM means meaning. Get the Google Google up. Oh, you dirty rogues! BDSM stands for bondage and discipline, dominance and submission. <laughs> what sadism and Machoism? What are you throwing that on the end? Um, I'm, this is confusing. So, what? Is this like leathers and latex and stuff? Bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadism. That's a lot of... That's more than there is. One, two, three, four. So, bondage, yeah. Discipline, that's two. You can't throw dominance in there. So, it's bondage... Fucking hell, fire. <laughs> I feel like a toddler trying to learn the alphabet. Bondage discipline that's the first two right submission okay and machoism so why are they chucking extras in here this one says it's for bondage discipline dominance submission sadism and machoism that's crazy i'm never ever searching on any porn sites i would be horrified of what the hell you know i'll have a look (laughs) Oh, it's all the Fifty Shades boom, isn't it? That's what it is. First thing that comes up, the Fifty Shades of Dirty Grey, you dirty bastard. I prefer goose egg myself, the colour, not grey, you dirty, dirty bastards. Um, So BDSM has been sprung into action a lot more since them movies, I suppose. I don't get the... I don't get any of this. I can't obviously speak what I'm seeing here. I'm only looking at pictures, by the way. Um, I just don't get it. This poor woman looks like she's going in the oven. She's tied up like a hog. She's like hogtied. I'm just my eyes are not. No, I'm not, I don't know. What, I don't know what. To, I'd, I'd, if I walked in a room and a woman was tied up like that, hanging from the ceiling, with things in all different sorts of offices, I'd feel like she's been kidnapped. I'd be like, "Shit, are you all right?" And I'd untie her, and I'd like, "Are you all right? Are you okay?" I won't look at her and go, "Oh, this is my time to shine." I just, just no. I just don't get it. I'm getting off the internet. The internet's a scary place, and I'm not ready for any of it. Um, so this guy basically found a bag stash of her, his wife, the new wife's toys. I'm a bit concerned why he found all these while he was putting up a garden shed. It makes me wonder where the fucking hell she was keeping all these goodies. Um, I guess her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, if it's in the garden. Um... <laughs> Oh, God, there's, there's more. There's more of the story. Uh, some of her tools... Tools? 
tools, that's not the right word to use for anything sexy, some of her tools were left in her loft, and I, where, she's just got a dungeon of sexiness, this woman, some of her tools were left in her loft, and I accidentally picked it up, I accidentally picked up the wrong box, did he, fuck, he knew what he were doing, the contents of that box were absolutely jaw-dropping, he says, she had a full, yeah, he's giving a bit of a breakdown here, let's all fucking listen in, we can learn something here, she had a full body restraint kit. What the fuck's a full body restraint kit? Is that that rope I just seen that poor woman hanging from the ceiling with? A ball gag? What the fuck's a ball gag? I'm so innocent. Whips and a flogger. <laughs> Any of this is? I know what a whip is. I'm not stupid. What the fucking hell is a flogger? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't want to know. I'm not Googling it. I'm not. No. The curiosity will not kill this cat. Not again. Um, I don't know what the hell... So a, a full body restraint kit. I ain't got a clue. A ball gag. I, I think I know what that is. Is that... I don't want to sound like I'm being a rude boy here. Is that not a thing that you pop in your mouth? It's like strapped in. I'm guessing that's what that is. I'm thinking about my balls, if you know what I mean. That sort of a gag. Like a tea bag gag. <laughs> what if anybody's into that? <laughs> What, would, what do you want me to do, love? Well, I'd love you to drop your testicles in me mouth, please, until I gag. We'll call that a testicle gag. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. My God, my searches are so tame. There's a lot of shit out there, isn't there? Um, and what the fuck? We know what a whip is. Or if you're Chandler, whoppa. But what the fuck is a flogger? I can't be the only person that don't have a fucking clue what a flogger is. I ain't got a Scooby-Doo. I really haven't. Um, there were contraptions in there that left me dumbfounded. All spikes and long poles. Spikes? What, she got Sonic the Hedgehog living in the fucking loft? What the hell's a spike? What do you possibly do with a spike? Jesus Christ, is this some sort of fucking... Horror show? Jeez, that was a fucking next episode of fucking Saw. Spikes and long poles are like stripper poles. I don't know. How can my girlfriend be or be the person I thought she was when she has all this extreme gear? I mean, you know what the fuck it is though, mate. You're ahead of me, you are. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know how to talk about this with her. Um, but I feel like I've lost all respect. My god. Jesus, I need a fucking coffee, I do. Jesus Christ. This is without pictures, bearing in mind, people. I think those pictures that put me in an early grave. Um, I don't know how to talk about it. Oh, I've read this bit. Um, I need to know what I need to know what the agony on actually says here. Oh, here we go. There is nothing wrong with a bit of bondage. That She clearly loves it. I, I'd love to say her name, but I won't. But this agony aunt's clearly a slag. <laughs> I bet when she goes home, she's swinging from the chandeliers and everything. Nipple tassels galore. Um, okay, sorry. She says, it's all fun as long as both parties are involved and are both consenting. She's definitely had a fair share, though, hasn't she? I bet you. Um, you might not be familiar with BDSM. I'm fucking not, Agony Aunt. I ain't got a fucking clue. Or comfortable with some of the aspects of it. But be assured, there is nothing wrong with it. She's clearly into this, isn't she? She is clearly into this. Many couples enjoy a hex... A hexy. <laughs> enjoy a healthy sex life. That includes a bit of bondage. I am so naive. Just like you, your girlfriend has a past and it seems that bag is part of it. 
Fucking not just a bag though, is it, love? It's a fucking loft as well. Bag in the fucking shed. Fucking loft full of fucking poles and spikes. What? Oh, Jesus. Um, Secrets and relationships can be damaging, as we all know. So if you feel you need to talk to her and ask her some questions, ask her lightly about what you found would be the best approach. My God, I'm, can I come along for the conversation? I've got some questions as well. I ain't got a clue. I really haven't. Anyway, that is it for this week's podcast. I'm going to have a cold shower, I think. Jesus, I'm all hot and bothered. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Always fun as ever. Um, a huge shout out, special thank you to my patrons who support me over on YouTube and obviously, hopefully, enjoy a little bit of the podcast as well. Thank you for supporting the channel. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope you've had a great week and I hope you have a great week until the next one. Well, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm dumbfounded over here. Anyway, have a good one. Take care and I'll catch up with you all soon. Toodly-doo.